Hi, this is Lisa Davis, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe. Also rate and review. I always say if you're gonna eat grains, make sure you're eating whole grain. So I'm thrilled to have Camilla Salisbury on the program. She's a freelance food writer, recipe developer, and cooking instructor. And I have to say, I love her blog, Power Hungry. Thank you. You know, it's so great to have you on. You know, the other day, a friend of mine was over and we had some amaranth in a container on our fridge. He's like, what is this? And I said, oh, it's amaranth. (laughs) It's really good. Well, what do you do with it? Well, we use it for hot cereal, but people can do other things. And, you know, I thought it was kind of neat to be like, oh, I'm going to be talking about this with Camilla soon. So we've got amaranth and chia seeds and millet and so many other grains. Tell us about when you first got interested in uh, healthy living and healthy eating and cooking. Well, you know, I, I'm very fortunate in that my mother and father were very healthy eaters. I grew up in the San Francisco East Bay, and so comfort foods for me growing up were, you know, bulgur salads and um, fresh produce from the garden. And, and we, she was, my mom was an avid co-op shopper. So that's just the way I grew up eating and learning to cook. And so I continued at that throughout my adult life. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah, I always talk about how my mom was a health food nut in the 70s and used to drag me to the health food store and everything smelled like carob and cardboard back, you know, to me as a kid, right? I just wanted my lucky charms. Uh, But eventually I did come around. Thank goodness. So let's 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 start with amaranth since I brought it up. What what is it and where do we get it and how do we cook it and why is it good for us? Well, I think amaranth is such a great grain for people to try um, if they've become familiar with quinoa, too, because it's sort of a cousin to quinoa, sort of what um, uh, quinoa is to the Incas, uh, amaranth was to the Aztecs. And so it's a tiny little grain, um, and it's almost a complete protein in the same way that quinoa is. And it can be cooked and used in the same way as quinoa or bulgur or rice in any of your summer grain salads or as a side dish. But then you could also do some other really great things where you can add it directly to things like muffins and quick breads and other breads to get a little bit of crunch. You don't have to do anything except stir it in to use it in place of nuts. But then the most fun thing you can do with it is you can pop it into the world's teeniest, tiniest popcorn. Um, And you can make sort of a Rice Krispie type of bar, but using these tiny puffed amaranth bits. Or you can just sprinkle those um, pops onto salads or soups. It's such a great grain. Now, how do you do that? Is it the same way? Do you have to use an oil and put it in a pan, or can you just pop it without oil? How does that work? You don't. The way you do it is you take um, a a large heavy-bottom saucepan, and you heat it super hot on your stovetop. No oil at all, so it needs to be dry. And then you want to take just a drop of water and put it into the pot, and when it bounces across the top of the pan, you know it's hot enough. And then just working with one tablespoon at a time of the amaranth, just put that directly onto the, the hot pot, into the hot pot, and 
instantly it pops. It only takes about seven to ten seconds, and one tablespoon will yield about a third to a half of a cup of the pops. And so just keep doing that for about um, two or three minutes, and you'll have several cups of the popped amaranth. And it'll keep, too, once it's popped. You can um, store it in, cool it, it cools almost instantly, and then just store it in jars and it's great to, to mix into granola and cereals, too. It's just a, a fun, multi-purpose um, extra that you can make with the amaranth. Oh, I can't wait to try that. You know, chia seeds, I have to always laugh because I think of those chia-chia-chia, you know, when I was growing I up. Know. So I remember when I okay, first heard of chia, chia, and I, all I could picture, right, was that chia pet yeah. head thing. And I was like, ah, but that's not what we're talking. Well, maybe it is what we're talking about. I, I don't know. But I know that chia seeds are very, uh, very healthy. But they do have a, a texture that I find takes getting used to. What What do you think? And I'm no, I don't want to bias anybody. I'm just saying, you know, for my palate. But I know they're sure. so healthy. They are. They're really high in um, alpha-linealic uh, omega-3 fatty acids, which is a long way of saying those, those healthy omega-3s. Um, so it's a good way to add those in for a good price to a lot less than things like fish oils or supplements. So it does have, when, it's, when you wet chia, it almost forms a, a tiny little globe around um, the seed that gives it sort of a gelatinous quality. And in fact, you can use chia seeds as an egg replacement because of that gelatinous quality that they get. And you can make puddings and other sort of fresh fruit desserts that are um, put or jams simply using chia seeds and fruit. No sugar added. So you can re- even if you're not keen on the chia seeds is straight up in a pudding that that if you like jams, which I think most people do, yeah, I like but, to try um, that. Yeah, that you can. They work really great where you, where you're expecting that that jelly quality, um, and it is very subtle. Um, but I also like to toast them and add them to. Um, different uh, baked goods, they have a great nutty flavor. So you can be creative and really use a lot of these grains in the same way that you would nuts. Um, so for lower cost, huge health benefits, and great if you, know, you can't have nuts in your family or your kids can't take nut products to school. Um, there, there's so much versatility to chia seeds and some of the other grains we'll be talking about. Oh, great. Well, let's talk about millet. I have to say, whenever I think about millet, I think about my mom, because she used to make tons of millet. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She had a lot of food sensitivities, and it was one of the things that she could eat without a problem. So tell us a little bit about millet. Well, millet is a really um, mild grain. So if if for those people who are listening who prefer sort of a a mild grain similar to rice and and quality, um, that millet is a great one to choose. It's really easy to cook just like rice and that you add water and um, boil it, and it's done in about 20 minutes. But what's neat about millet is not only can you cook it to a point where it has that rice-type consistency, which you could use in any scenario from stuffings to side dishes um, to salads, that call, you can also continue to cook millet for a longer period of time to create polenta. And in fact, since corn is an American, a Native American product um, that was brought to Europe, the original polenta in Rome was made with, mil- with millet. So millet polenta is actually very traditional for polenta. And you can do everything polenta-like that soft or um, refrigerate it until it's solid and grill it. 
Um, and then also, once again, you can use millet in um, muffins, and that's actually the way I first had it was in some banana millet muffins years and years ago. So it has a great crunch to it. You can toast it before adding it or put it in raw. It's, it's just terrific. Oh, that is so great. You know, we've got to come back. There's so much to talk about. I love I your know, Power I Hungry know. blog. <laughs> the time goes by so fast. I do want to mention sorghum and oh, sure. also something called teff. And I actually had the popped sorghum. I got it. I bought it that way at this cool little health food store. And it really? was really tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have um, you had it popped? I have had it popped. I, I've popped it. Um, it, it. It's about midway between the amaranth size and the popcorn size. What I like about the, I, I prefer the popped amaranth for the tiny greens because it almost melts in your mouth. And there's a little mm. bit more hull to the um, the popped sorghum. But it's great then to use in trail mixes and things of that nature. Um, but yes, yeah, sorghum is a great grain. It has a natural sweetness to it. Of course, syrup is made, uh, some syrups are made from sorghum. So it makes a great um, white flour alternative, but it, it's really chewy and wonderful for salads and all sorts of summer eats too. Oh, it sounds so good. Camilla, I look forward to having you back a lot. I think you're fantastic and I oh, love, so love, love much. Power Hungry. So people can check you out at powerhungry.com and Camilla, thank you again. I'm going to have you back soon. I want to thank everyone for listening. Hi, this is Lisa Davis, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe. Also rate and review.